You're listening to episode 163 of Scaling Up. Welcome to Scaling Up. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, and if you're listening to this, you're probably a maverick like me. How convenient because I literally made the show just for you. I'm a business scaling strategist that's been in the game for almost a decade now, and I'm weirdly passionate about helping impact-driven entrepreneurs, business owners, brands, and go-getters scale their businesses and their lives. Imagine taking your impact, your income, and your freedom of time to the levels that you can only dream about. Making your mission known to the world and mastering your business strategy so you don't have to keep on trading dollars for hours. I built two two comma businesses doing what I love, what I believe in, and a lot of that has to do with teaching you how to do the same. We drill down on strategy, but we know that it takes more than just business tactics to live the life that you envision. So we go deep on health optimization, mindset, leadership, relationships, and just being that scaled up version of you who is primed and ready to step into your purpose and peak performance. Some days I record this bad Larry from my closet to escape my three littles, and some days I'm down at my barn office on our 12-acre farm. So do me a favor, grab your notebook and a pen and your favorite bevy, and let's get to the show. We went back over the last year and looked at what was it that you guys were craving and asking for. We looked at the data on the episodes that we've launched thus far, and we found that our pep talks that launch on Thursdays are really speaking to people, and specifically the ones around how do you do things that Yeah, we all want to build a business. That's like common sense. We know that. But how are we doing it in a way that's honoring our values, that's honoring the journey? Because if we're just crushing it in business and we're seeing the money come in, but we're completely out of alignment, we feel like crap, our health is deteriorating, the people that we say matter the most to us feel disconnected from us, and we are not even enjoying the process, we are missing out on the point. So it was funny when we looked at the data and we found that the top three episodes listened to, specifically in the pep talk arena, are an episode on the truth about your health, celebrating your wins, and this concept of who do you always have time for no matter how busy you are. Three things that are all about the the process, the journey, not about the destination of how much money goes into your bank account. Or how popular are you? How many likes are you getting on social media? But instead, man, what's under the hood? Am I happy? Am I fulfilled? Am I healthy? Am I connected to the people I love in the process of pursuing what I feel called to? So today we've pulled the clips from those top three pep talks to give you the most important pep talk of all. The combination of your health, celebrating the journey and enjoying the process, and having the deep connections that you you desperately want to have with the people you love most and honoring your values in the process of building the business of your dreams. So today's an extra special episode. Make sure you take it all in and then apply what you learn. And please, if this speaks to you in any capacity, it brings us so many blessings when you have the heart to share this with the people that you think it would affect most. We want to get this in the hands and the ears of the right people who are seeking that growth but want to do it in a way that's in alignment with what's on their heart. So if it speaks to you, please share it, subscribe to the show. We always appreciate you and give us feedback. We want to continue to bring you the messages that you most need to hear. Today I'm talking about something that you guys know by now if you've been following me for any period of time, like even five minutes, how obsessed I've become with optimizing health. And there's really no more relevant time than right now to talk about this than in this moment that you're listening to it. 
Whether it's in the height of this global pandemic at real time, or if you're listening to this years later, the moment is now for you. It's why you were meant to hear this pep talk. And if I get a little fired up, it's because I'm not working from any notes and I'm speaking from the heart and it's something that I'm really passionate about. So bear with me because I just, I feel like this can be the needle mover, the game changer for so many of you listening in. Do not wait for a doctor, a pandemic, a diagnosis, a scare to grasp the seriousness and the truth that your days are limited because they already are. Your days, my days. We do not have all the days. And when it comes to optimizing your health, uh, since it's a pep talk, I feel like I can be frank. Let me just ask you, what the hell are you waiting for? Permission? Someone else to swoop in and save you and cure you and fix you? Perfect timing, more money, more free time, the new year, a Monday. If you are listening to this, you are likely an entrepreneur of some kind, a business owner, someone interested in those categories of life. So you, above all people, despite uh, your insanely busy schedule, should understand that your body is literally your greatest asset. And I'm not talking low-cut selfies for marketing. I am talking about the fact that Your body is what you operate your business out of. That brain, if it is not firing on all cylinders, what are you leaving on the table? When you are tired, when you have brain fog, when you lack confidence, or you're thinking, even like if your mind is even thinking about your body because it can feel how tight your jeans are and it's driving you crazy and it's making you self-conscious, if you feel crappy, how is that affecting your mission? And I think what happens is, or I know because I experienced it, you might get so used to it you don't even realize that it doesn't have to be this way. And maybe it's because your health feels so far away. Like the growth that would have to happen for you to achieve more energy, better levels of fitness, feel light years away. And maybe, you know what, maybe it is far away. So what? So were your business dreams, right? But what if you just kicked back in your cubicle and signed up for a life that you didn't really want because it was going to take too much time and too much hard work and it was just easier to do it the other way? It wouldn't sit well with you. It wouldn't be okay with you. It wouldn't be right with your soul because you you know that you're capable of more and there's more inside of you. So what are you leaving on the table when you choose not to prioritize your health and your body? Although I don't feel like I have to put this disclaimer on it just for like the three or four of you that will send me nasty messages, I'm not talking about a six pack or how you look. I am talking about how you feel. I'm talking about how well your brain works. I'm talking about how your stomach feels. I'm talking about how your joints ache. I'm talking about how you're sleeping at night and if you're rejuvenated and what you have left to give to your family and what you have to put into your business. Those are the things I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the metrics that you find on a scale or in a tag on the back of your pants. I am talking about the metrics that matter most. You are smarter than that. You are braver than that to just give in to a life that feels easier because something that you say you want is far away. I spend now, this wasn't always the case, the majority of my week on optimizing my health. The majority of my week on optimizing my health. You guys have heard at different times me share my my routine. If you follow me on Instagram, you see my stories, you know that I'm The first couple hours of my day every day are dedicated to my health routine between the food that I'm prepping, the drinks that I'm making, the workout that I'm doing, the dry brushing, the sauna that I take, the meditation, like the first few hours. And I am someone who runs two businesses that solely provides for my family. Yet my time is best spent optimizing my body because it means I can work less hours and be more effective and more efficient in the hours that I do work with a greater impact and a greater ROI on my time. 
because I am optimized. It doesn't take me as long to do the things that I would have to do with a foggy brain when I am clear-minded. And the way of thinking that I see often is, I will get to my health when. Look at my to-do list today. I'm a busy entrepreneur. I have all these things that I have to do. When I complete these things, I will find time for my health. You got to flip it on its head. It's got to be, I will get to everything else once I've taken care of my health. I know it seems counterintuitive to someone who feels like they have limited time. And maybe you're like me where you have multiple kids and you're juggling a lot of different things. So it feels like taking an hour and putting it towards something else, like where the heck am I going to get that hour? You will gain back so many hours if you truly invest in your health and your body in that optimization. The bad habits, the caffeine to survive, that was me to a T, the sugar, the poor sleep, the not exercising, uh, the pushing yourself below your limits, like saying you're going to exercise, but not really pushing yourself to a place where it's going to make a difference. Eating the processed crap, not getting enough nutrients into your system. It is difficult to change those things, but may I remind you, it is in your control. And it might be hard to control, but what's the alternative? A lifetime of hiding behind your kids in pictures because you don't love the skin that you're in, needing a nap because you can't function, being out of breath, walking up the stairs, leaving money and creativity on the table and untapped because your brain is operating at like 5%. Come on, this is a pep talk. I'm here to remind you to get results you want. You'll have to do things you don't like. You'll have to do things that you haven't yet done. It's the same as in business. There are so many parallels between health and business. It's why it's a pillar of what I teach. I have entrepreneurs hire me to work with them in going to the next levels in their business because they want to break into seven figures, right? Or six figures or whatever it is. And they think that they're coming to me strictly for business tactics alone. And they're very confused when we spend a chunk of time auditing their health and their routine around their health. But I know what it takes to go to that next level. And I know that this step cannot be skipped because you will never tap into your full potential or the next level of your potential if you don't do this. It is so worth it. So no more waiting for Monday. Put down the crap. Seek the help that you need to make the right choices. Maybe you determine that you have emotional connections to food. It's not as simple as me saying, just put down the junk. If you feel that to be true, if you feel like you can't just discipline this thing or will this thing into existence or creating good habits or whatever it is, then be resourceful. Seek out the help that you need to make it happen. Never just say, I can't. Never just say, I can't because you can. You just might need help. That's a rule in our house. I have a four-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. The four-year-old and three-year-old yap up a storm. And I found that they were saying, I can't a lot. Like if something was high up on the counter, it's like, oh, I can't reach it. Or, you know, they were trying to open something and it was too tough to open. I can't open it. And we'd always say the same thing. We don't use the word can't in our family. You just have to figure out how. So the road to figuring out how in that scenario for them is asking for help. So we teach them it's okay to ask for help. You are unable to currently reach this the way that you're trying to reach this on the counter, but there are other ways. And one of the ways to get there is to ask me to help you. So I'm encouraging you, if you're feeling that can't creep up, do what you have to do to figure it out. That might mean bringing in backup. Find the tools that are going to help you through it. I don't do any of this stuff alone. I am not trying to act like a hero. I have like a team of people who help me in my health from my chiropractor to my naturopath. I have friends that keep me accountable. Like 
I lean on so many different people that are way smarter than me in these categories to help me get to where I want to go. And I also don't leave it up to chance. That's a big thing. Like, I think people might come out of this episode, some of you, hopefully, like excited about the prospect of taking this on. But then you'll go to just kind of take it on yourself without any plan. And that's going to be really tough. And I'm the type of person that I, for stuff that I don't like doing naturally, that doesn't come naturally to me or that I don't particularly like doing, like eating healthy, for example, I can't leave it up to chance. So I utilize my go-to meal plans that make it simple, that don't have me counting calories, don't have me weighing my food, don't have me, you know, restricting myself, but still gets me the results I need and fuels my body the correct way. And then it's stuff that's delicious and, you know, that I can feed my family too, because I'm sure as heck not making like five different meals. And for working out, it's the same thing for me. I have workouts that get me results. Like I am not interested in in putting time into something that is not going to yield a positive result. So I'm very results driven. And I'm not talking just shallow metrics. I'm talking like, how do I feel from this? How much more energized am I? Uh, How are my clothes fitting? Different things like that. So I utilize workouts that I've been doing from home for the last eight years because I'm an entrepreneur. I don't want to waste time in the car going to and from the gym. I don't want to dink around on machines that aren't actually getting me results. So I use these at-home programs and they work and they're mindless. I call it dummy fitness and dummy nutrition. I go press a button. I follow what they do on the screen. And with time, by following the plan, I get the results I want. I have people to support me who know way more than me. They hold me accountable because sometimes it's the last thing I want to do. I don't want you to get it twisted and think that I'm like, I might geek out on optimizing my body. The stuff I have to do to get there, sometimes I hate. I'm currently a year into being caffeine-free with three little kids and two businesses to run. Also, completely dairy and gluten-free in the land of gluten and dairy, if you didn't know I live in Wisconsin. So I don't like the sacrifices I always have to make, but I like the end result of it, so I'm willing to do it. And and some of the ways that I figure that out is I study and I read books because I want to know how to optimize this body of mine so I can live my best life. And we get to choose our heart. I mean, that's a phrase that you're hearing more and more of, but it's true. It's like, it's hard to be out of breath when you're walking up the stairs. It's hard to feel like crap when you're hanging out and playing with your kids and feeling like you have no energy to give them. It's hard to snap at your husband because you're self-conscious when he goes to roll over and put his arm around you at night and he accidentally touched your stomach. Like, those things are hard, but, you know, it's hard to do burpees, but at least the burpees yield a positive result. It's hard to eat really clean when you're craving junk food, but at least when you're eating clean, your mind is clean so you can operate at a higher level. Like choose your heart, one yields a positive result, one doesn't. The journey is going to look different for all of us. Some of us will have bigger setbacks to overcome, but it's all relative, right? We all have our stuff and there are so many wins you're going to have along the way. It's not all about the destination. It's about being on the path to better health and making those choices. And because I am so painfully and obnoxiously and fiercely passionate about entrepreneurs specifically optimizing their body, I talked with my team. They think that I'm nuts because I time is precious, but I've decided to do 15 15-minute health breakthrough calls for free, recommending the right path based on your goals and struggles. This is something I've been doing for almost a decade. I've studied it. I research it. I geek out on it. If there are things that I offer that will help guide you through it that I recommend, I will recommend them. If there are things that I've read or seen or just suggestions that you can do on your own, I will recommend those things. But I'm only doing 15 calls, so this is a first come, first serve kind of deal. So all you have to do to snag one of those calls is go to the link in the show notes. It's going to be at elizabethhartke.com forward slash podcast forward slash zero eight zero. And you can shoot me a message to secure a spot. 
listen, it's just time. It's time. Life is too short. Life is just too short. Like you've got to be your best self. That's why you listen into this this show. Like we talk about all the time. We are mavericks. We think differently. We operate differently. We're not perfect. We don't have it all figured out. But as we figure it out and we realize how we can up level, we go for it. We do it. We're ambitious. That's you in a nutshell. So don't play small. Do not use the one operating system that you have at like 10% operating capacity. It's ridiculous. You are leaving way too much goodness on the table. Okay, hold on. Humor me for a second here because this is too good not to share. If if you've been following me for a while, I had I pretty much cut out all alcohol for a few years time, which is crazy but true. I'd have a drink maybe like here or there if we had friends over and we made a big dinner or once every couple of months, like one drink every couple of months maybe. But I'd always pay for it later and I hated that. Like it's not worth it to me. I have three little kids. They don't care that mommy had a glass of wine the night before and they're not going to let me sleep it off. I can't stand hangovers. I can't stand being foggy brained or having a headache or whatever the next day. I'd have one glass of wine. I was turning into such a pathetic little lightweight and it would cut into my work and my mood. It just, it wasn't worth it. But if I'm being totally transparent, the Italian in me missed her wine. And that was just kind of my like, curl up by the fire kind of drink or my cherry on top of an amazing Italian dinner kind of thing. But it wasn't worth it. And you also know that I'm totally obsessed with health. We've eliminated all the garbage in our lives as a family. And it never really occurred to me that I'm over here avoiding fruits and vegetables that are sprayed with chemicals, buying organic. But I'd drink a glass of wine, never putting two and two together that the grapes were being sprayed with all the toxins that we completely cut out of our lives. So when I heard about dry farm wines, I'm a skeptic and a research junkie. So I dug into it, organically grown grapes without any of the additives or toxins sprayed on them, the stuff that I hate, sugar-free, that's right, sugar-free. And sometimes I feel like for me, having a drink, the sugar hits me harder the next day than the alcohol even does, lower sulfites, paleo and keto-friendly. So I also am the type that never wants to recommend anything to you guys unless I've tried it for myself and tried it quite a few times. So I'm happy to report that I'm obsessed. My husband and I are obsessed with dry farm wines. I can drink wine again. I can curl up by the fire. I can have it with my big bowl of pasta. And I love the taste. And really, I love the fact that it's small batch and supporting organic farmers all over the world. This is like you know, what I stand for in business too. I want to support the small businesses throughout the world. So if you care about that kind of stuff like I do, or you just really like good wine, go check them out. They've offered to do something special for you guys as my listeners of Scaling Up, and they're going to give you a bottle for one penny. They can't do it for free legally because of the whole alcohol thing. With your order at dryfarmwines.com forward slash Eliz, E-L-I-Z. So Man, it has just been so worth it to go this route. I can enjoy a glass of wine again. And if there's ever a bottle you don't love, they replace it, no questions asked. So that's always really appreciated because then you're not going to love every single wine that you try. It's a perfect gift for yourself, maybe, or for my fellow wine lovers and hangover haters. This is great for you. No hangover. Are you hearing the words coming out of my mouth? No hangover. So go check them out. Take advantage of what they're doing for our scaling up community. I so appreciate that. Dryfarmwines.com forward slash Eliz. Okay, thanks for letting me digress for a second here and let's get back to the show. Okay, now time for your pep talk. This is really a pep talk for myself because I went through it yesterday and I've gone through it many times before. And that's the idea of celebrating our wins. 
which I absolutely suck at. As an Enneagram 3, as an achiever, I am constantly setting these big goals and big ambitions that I'm pushing really hard for. And as soon as I achieve them, I don't even take a beat to celebrate it, to sit in it, to feel it, to understand what how far I just came. I am like, what's next? And in doing that, I make it about the, the destination more than the journey. Life is 99.99999% journey for that one little destination at the end. So how can we be more celebratory and focus on the wins in the journey? Because sometimes the big goal that you're pushing for, it's not the only win. There were so many things that had to happen along the way. And this all came from a conversation that I was having with my amazing operations director, who I don't even think I could function with without. So I'm talking to Amy and we're on a Zoom And I'm sharing the laundry list of frustrations I have with myself about the things I haven't yet accomplished that I wanted to and how I feel like sometimes I'm spinning my wheels and I'm setting all these goals and we're not seeing the ROI on certain things and we're investing money, but we're not seeing it come back in in the ways that I want it to. Like just all the reasons that I'm frustrated and the ways that I've failed, which there are many and all the mistakes I've made. And she just kind of pauses me and she's like, Liz, listen to yourself. Do you see what we have done in the last six months? the last year, the last two years, there have been so many wins. Think of the time that, you know, you grew your podcast by this much. Think about the the launch of the Maverick Mastermind. Like she just started rattling off all the different ways that we have seen wins. And more importantly to me, that our clients, our customers, our Maverick Mastermind members, our students are seeing wins, which is ultimately the goal of what we do in the first place. And it reminded me that several years ago, I had a mentor point this out in me, and I didn't fully understand it at the time, but now in retrospect, it's all making sense. And she was telling me, you know, you are always moving on to the next thing, and you're setting goals, but when you achieve the goals, you don't take time to feel them. You don't take time to allow yourself to feel the good emotions that should come with achievement and you're just moving right into the next thing. So before you achieve the goal, you have to, this is going to sound ridiculous, but my fellow Enneagram threes and my achievers are going to understand that this could be a powerful tool. And I used to do it and then I lost sight of it and now I'm getting back into it. When you set the goal at the same time that you set the goal, so you know that it's a couple months out, a year out, a couple weeks, whatever it is, you set how you plan on celebrating that goal. So what I want you to do, there's no fancy opt-in, rip out a piece of loose leaf paper, fold it in half so you have a column on your left side of your paper and a column on the right side. And on the left side of the paper, write down your goals, the things that you're excited to achieve. Lose the last 10 pounds, uh, launch your course, bring in your first $100,000, whatever it might be for your business or your life. Write down the goals. You're good at that part. You are a maverick. You are one of my people. You are excellent at coming up with the goals. On the flip side of that paper or on the other in the other column, right next to that goal, I want you to write how you plan to celebrate when you achieve that goal. So lose the last 10 pounds. Recommendation. Don't celebrate with ways that are going to sabotage your wins. Like don't put eat an entire pint of Ben and Jerry's when you lose the last 10 pounds, do something like get myself a new pair of sneakers. Or when you achieve your first 
$100,000 in your business, how are you going to celebrate that? Maybe you're going to bring in a photographer and do an awesome new photo shoot for your brand. Or when you publish that book, you are going to have a weekend away with your spouse. Put in ahead of time the ways you intend to celebrate the wins. Because trust me when I tell you, back when I was doing this consistently and I'm calling myself out, this is a pep talk for me too, remember? I was so much more fulfilled in the journey versus now where I'm just autopilot onto the next thing. So what I want you to do is to to create this little two-sided sheet of paper with your goals and your wins and take a screenshot of it for accountability and post it on your social and tag me. First of all, I want to know your goals. But secondarily, more importantly, I want to know how you're going to celebrate your wins. Make them things that you can look forward to. They don't have to be like crazy extravagant. They can be little things that just excite you. I'm going to take an afternoon off and take a bath instead of have a conference call. Like it doesn't have to be anything wild. It's just something that will force you in the moment to realize that you're actually celebrating something that you did great. All right, go fill those out, take your screenshots, tag me, and I cannot wait to see the ways you're celebrating so that I can steal some of your ideas and put them on my sheet too. Okay, so let's get into today's pep talk, which is just something near and dear to my heart and not always something I've preached. If you've followed along on my journey for the last decade or so, or even the last couple of years, you may have seen me sharing things contrary to what I'm about to say. But like with everything, as I evolve through this process, I want to share what I believe to be true, even if it's different from what I thought to be true a few years ago. As an entrepreneur, it's really easy to get get trapped in the grind. I mean, that's a big part of what scaling up is all about, helping people go from this hustle, this grind, and really scaling what exists, what they're good at, what their ideas are into something that's sustainable and supports them through passive income streams and really truly does get them to the vision that they have for their life, which a lot of my people, my tribe, want more freedom. They want to be with their families. They want to have quality time. They want to look back on their life and realize, man, I lived it. You know, I did it and I didn't just get stuck in a business that all of my worth was caught up in in producing and I thought that was the way that I was going to find true success when really it was about the time. Now, I do believe strongly in the power of a schedule, in having a calendar, in building block time into your calendar to complete things that are going to move the needle in your business and I am not going back on that. I still strongly believe that. But as I get a little older and as my my parents get older and life just continues moving, my kids are getting older, I think it is important to protect your time. And I think it's important to protect your time in business because if you don't, you're going to get distracted by every little thing that comes your way. However, this pep talk is about knowing the people in your life that you always have time for, even if it's at the sacrifice of moving your business forward that day. So I was sitting out on the deck today. That's where when the weather's actually nice out here in Wisconsin, where I like to do my work. And it was a beautiful sunny morning. And so to protect my time, because I am disciplined in my business, and I create a ton of content, Every week, I create a ton of content. And if I don't silence my phone or put it in a drawer and stick to my work, I would never get it done. And I would, it would, it would bleed into my family time, which I'm also really protective of. You know, come four or five o'clock, whenever it's set for that day, I am checked out, phones put away, and I'm with my people. But 
I do set my phone now to do not disturb. And there is an incredibly small list of people on my do not disturb list that can reach me, even if I'm in the middle of writing content. And that list includes my parents and my brother, my husband, and a couple of other dearly close people in my life that I always have time for. Now, there's a mega list of people that I have time for, but I might need to, you know, okay, they called, I'll call them back in a little bit. But I've realized, you know, with time and experience that there are people in my life that I never want them to feel like I didn't have time for them. Like with my kids, you know, I can't tell, I work from home, okay? My office currently, we're still, I feel like for like 10 years I've been saying, we're building out the barn office. Well, we're building out the barn office, but life is busy and crazy here on the farm. But so my office is currently, you know, has a door and it closes, but it's right off the main part of the house. So my kids, like, even if they don't come knocking or opening the door, I can hear them. Like if they fall and get hurt, I want to be the one to come out. Like my, the mom instinct in me cannot avoid, you know, being letting someone else be the one to like kiss the boos. I've got to come out and do it. So it's like with my kids, I just don't ever want to have the chance or possibility that they get to an age and remember a moment where I said, sorry, mommy's too busy for you right now. Now, there has to be obviously some structure and ways that I can find time to work and sometimes it's like they're just whining about something or whatever. But like if they need me, I want to be there. And today when I was sitting out on the deck on this beautiful sunny day, I was in a groove. I was in like a flow state. There are so many high level achievers and entrepreneurs and people a billion light years ahead of me that would probably argue that this is not the right strategy. But for me, it's the right strategy because I was in this flow state. I was like cranking through my content. And because my phone was do not disturb, one of the couple of people that can get through, my mom got through and my phone started ringing and I picked it up. And for a split second, I thought, I'll just call her back. And then I thought, oh, I don't want to just call her back. I don't want her to feel like this content was more important than her. I don't want to ever look back in my life when I dread the day that there's maybe a time that I don't have my mom in my life, that I flash back to that moment of picking up my phone, seeing her name calling in and choosing something else. Because I will not remember what the heck I was working on, you know, 40 years from now. But I will remember thinking that it, how dare I ever think that something was more important than her. So all this rant to say, know the people in your life that you always have time for. Be disciplined, have structure, but also have some flexibility. Have the perspective of knowing that what is going to matter when you look back on your life. No, don't, don't throw it all away and talk for six hours on the phone just because they called, but don't allow them to feel like you put something before them when you know you want them to always feel like the center of your world. It's okay to get a little off course. It's okay if it takes you a little bit longer to get to the vision or the dream or the number that you're seeking to achieve or the stage you want to take because it wasn't at the expense of the people that you love most. And there was a time where I very well could have gone down a different road when it comes to this, where I could have set the boundaries and been black and white and said, mommy's building the dream and this is for you, kid. And, you know, it's at the sacrifice of our quality time now, but someday 
we're going to have all the quality time we want. Well, the Cats in the Cradle song plays through my head far too many times to ever be able to just say that. And I've seen other people do it, and I've never heard anything but regret. So yeah, have your structure, have your block time, but have your people and put them first. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on all of those amazing fromies, freebies for my homies, obviously, and content that we're creating just for you. And if you like today's episode, can you help us out and help us get this in the hands of more people by taking a screenshot of today's episode and sharing it with your friends, tagging me, passing it around on social media. Guys, we've got to get this mission and this movement out there to more people so that they are living their purpose and living out their dreams and getting paid for it well too. I'm also so thankful for all of the amazing feedback we've been getting in the reviews. So if this podcast is helping you grow, take a second and go review us on iTunes and be sure to check out today's show notes for more details and takeaways from the show. Until next week, guys, keep scaling up.